Hello, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Not Coming Soon. We're happy to have you. This is the second video podcast that we've done and the grand finale of The Ancient Warrior, which I know has been driving you guys crazy, not knowing what's happening for weeks. Part three. As a reminder, this is the final part. So we're going to wrap things up right here. Answer all your burning questions. And we'll never talk about this again. Never again. Not coming soon. Uh, until somebody rips off our idea and then we sue them for copyright. Boom. Boom. Big fat liar style. Oh, 100%. My name is Ryan Myers. I'm Jeff Myers. This is part three. And uh, But before we get there, before we share with you conclusion of The Ancient Warrior, we have some topics to discuss. Mm. What, are you, what are you watching right now, Ryan? Right now? Actually, last night, as a matter of fact, I watched the latest episode of Better Call Saul, season six, and I'm doing it right. on live television, which is an odd experience, commercials, not super fun, but, you know, it has to be done. I actually messed up a little bit because I did it on YouTube TV, and YouTube TV is funky, so you can do live, you can go to Guide and watch all the live shows, right. but you also have archived everything you've watched before or i don't know okay. if it's everything or uh, i'm not exactly sure how it works i'm not yeah i i will only use youtube tv for the occasional baseball game i watch mm-hmm. and uh live events like the super bowl oscars right. things like that. right yeah thanks dad yeah thank you dad who pays for it anyway i clicked on the archived premiere from last week without knowing it so I'm watching this, I, I'm watching last week's episode, thinking it's this week's episode that, you've already that I've watched. already watched. And I, so at first I'm like, How this is weird. 13 minutes. Uh, <laughs> keep in mind, there's a commercial in there, but I swore, I swore. You got not a quarter minutes, of the way not through the show? Minutes, not, not 13 minutes. It was, that's when I finally got. 13 minutes is pretty specific. Well, because that's when, when I finally figured out what was going on and I got to the live version it was 13 minutes in so this was me figuring it out figure out where to go Understood. being mad for a bit and then finding it so not 13 okay. minutes. but i swear to god i'm watching it and i'm like this looks familiar but i think there's more detail in this time than there was last time i told myself that so i was sitting there for a bit thinking that they were because they've done that they maybe tell oh absolutely tell from a different right. perspective or, or right or like you that, miss but, a key detail yeah. and they give it to you this time Right. They go a little bit further this time before they cut off the last time. So I'm like, oh, okay, all right. No. And then I'm like, okay, this is, I have definitely watched this. And that's when I figured it out. Nary a week ago. Nary a week ago. To be fair, I wasn't feeling great at the time and I dozed off, which was bad. Um, I never do that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Better Cross All season six. Great so far. Vince Gillian is a genius. I, I, lo- I love the way he tells stories. Excited to see how this wraps up. So yeah, Better Call Saul. I don't want to give anything away. It's you know, it's live. People are watching as it comes out. Up until this point, I had been waiting till stuff came on Netflix. But I, right. they put season five on Netflix like a week before the first episode of season six. And so mm. I was thinking that that was the new season that was coming out. Season I five. I think our parents had that same mm. issue. Yeah. No. So I watched season five and I'm like, I thought this was the last season. What the heck? And then I'm like, watch Better Call Saul season six. Uh, 
So you watched all of season five again? No, I I hadn't seen it without yet. realizing it because they just oh, you put it on it Netflix. Okay. I hadn't seen it at all. Oh, okay, um, I understood. Yeah. So then I was like, "Great, it's what am I supposed to do now?" And then I see the ad that Better Call Saul season six is coming out, uh, AMC uh, nine p.m. East Coast. Uh, so I was like, "Okay, that worked out." That's um, rough. That's a new paradigm dude, for you, dude. It's tough. we're spoiled over like, here. We got to watch Game yeah, of Thrones at 6 p.m. It was excellent. I got my disappointment well into the night. It, it's frustrating. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Better Call Saul. Loving it. Uh, I also watched Jurassic Park, which is not a new title by any means. And I've seen it countless times. Uh, I had a new Jurassic Park Lego set that uh, obviously had to be done with a viewing. And I gotta tell you that that movie astounds me every time I watch it. It's from 1993. It's outrageous. It's insane. It's like, and I feel like now they're like almost cocky with computer graphics because I think they overuse it, mm-hmm. and it's like obvious. Yeah. Like you can clearly tell. And then not to say Jurassic Park you can't because you can definitely tell between the animatronic and the CGI. But they're the new capability at the time made them not try to flaunt it. They used it where they had to, yeah. not, uh, where they needed to, not where they wanted to. So they got to go in between, and it was great. Now it's like everything is CGI, mm-hmm. and it you know, yeah. if you're not in a realm where, like in a Marvel movie, where it's all in space, so it's literally all digitally added. It makes sense because everything goes together. Right. That works, but when you put something into like yeah. on location here. <laughs> You can tell. So, but yeah, for what they did in 1993 with Jurassic Park, it's it's amazing. And of course, the music just like, wow. Yeah, takes me takes me back every time. The I, I, I don't know if you listen to the Rewatchables. It's a Ringer podcast. Oh, um, yeah. but they just did Spider Man 2002, and ah. they uh, compared the use of CGI in that movie versus uh versus what george lucas was doing in the prequels at like the same time oh and they uh were saying like they they used it the right amount it by no means has all of the cg in uh spider-man aged gracefully Mm. but we just watched all of the star wars which we'll we'll get to but oh yeah the prequels it's all no detail no detail cgi like when they're walking through like the Jedi Council chambers or anything like that, it is just uh-huh. like looks like you're walking through a battlefront uh, <laughs> level. It's crazy. It's crazy huh. the level of detail that they were not able to produce uh-huh. in those movies. Yeah, really interesting. But you can yeah. see the like arc of it throughout. Mm-hmm. The, the oh yeah, because it's been a while since I've seen the prequels, but I I already know the difference between one and three is significant. Yeah. Um, nice. So you mentioned that, uh, yeah. you watching other things. Yes. Also watched the unbearable weight of massive Ooh, talent. Yeah. Uh, this, this is <laughs> okay. Here, this is, this is the most shame that I've felt in, uh, in a movie going experience before. So, uh, I am an AMC investor. I have a couple of shares of that mm. bad boy. Uh, so I am part of their investor connect ah, network. So I got an email. That's how you're doing that this. I got to watch we it. We saw you put Emily yeah. saw you put. I can't remember what the movie was, but she's like, uh, "This movie's not out yet," and Jeffrey already has it watched on his letterboxed. 
Um, and it, I was like, oh, that's interesting. So that... I, So we did... I think we did one other movie like that, and I can't remember what it we was. We watched it... I, I think it came out on streaming recently, whatever it is, because that's we started watching it. Not important. I, I know I've done it done it before, okay. but I don't remember what no big deal. she's referring to specifically. No big but deal. Uh, Investor Connect. Yes. Uh, so I, wa- I got to watch Unbearable Way to Massive Talent nine days early. So <laughs> nice. I watched it on a Wednesday, Wednesday evening. Mm. But we are part of the AMC A-list. And this is just an AMC sponsored podcast. Yeah, welcome, welcome to AMC. <laughs> Invest in AMC uh, to the moon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're part of AMC A list, and when you're part of AMC A list, you tend to go to a lot of movies. Yeah. And when you tend to go to a lot of movies in a close proximity to each other, you see a lot of the same trailers over and over and over again. I don't like trailers to begin with. When you start to see them over and over and over again, you start to think, hmm, maybe we need to rethink this and factor in the trailer time to uh, our arrival. start time. To our arrival, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we have been flying by the seat of our pants and saying, hey, we can probably show up to the theater 10 minutes after showtime starts okay, uh, and and still be totally fine. Because it's 20, 25 minutes of trailers is the typical time at really? uh, AMC theaters. <laughs> and they make movies better. Um, <laughs> because here they are. We've been showing up like 10 minutes into the, the trailer time. I was unaware that Investor Connect screenings no! don't have trailers. no. I missed, uh, we got into the theater about 15 minutes into the showing. So we walk in and we're like, what the heck is going on? Why are the lights down? And then I look up and I see Nick Cage on the screen and I'm like, no. Oh, that hurts. So we went back and had a second viewing. Um, Oh, man. We didn't miss anything. We like actually maybe missed half a scene. Okay. Like I, I thought that we missed I thought we missed so oh, much, yeah. but it it was really something that set up something further down the line that didn't really need that context to okay. understand. Okay, all right. But I would recommend getting to the theater on time <laughs> um, for that. Yeah, did I tell you about the time when Caroline went to go see Endgame, and we got the start times? Oh, you got well that yeah, we were front row, far left, I think. Um, but we get we had the movie times messed up by like 15 20 minutes for some reason i can't remember why but we got there we sit down movie starts like immediately and i'm like oh dude it's mm-hmm. such a marvel move not to have any trailers <laughs> i was like that's genius genius <laughs> was, that's that's luck though yeah oh yeah that's yeah luck no that i'm, you, I'm uh... so sorry that you had to experience yeah, okay that. so beyond that experience aces oh yeah i will not say any more i will let you experience it for yeah yourself. i need it i i in the lead up we watched a few nick cage movies to to get in the mood so we watched i mean uh, we watched con air yes. con air not not aged as uh gracefully oh. as the rock the rock is still a banger <laughs> the rock is amazing i oh my gosh i could i like went into it like after we watched conair first and then then the rock oh, oh, and good, good. i went into the rock being like 
Hmm. I, I really hope that this is not, uh, not as rough as the Connor experience was. And it uh, wasn't. The rock is a perfect nice. Yeah. Um, hey, I just want to build some rockets. Take apart rockets. What is it? Whatever you say, just rockets. Cut it with a bull crap a hole. <laughs> okay. Well, enjoy that. Oh, will do. I wish I could go back in time and watch it for the first time. Oh. Also, taking a part of our other f- favorite franchise outside of the Nick Cage universe, mm. uh, we went through and watched all of the Star Wars chronologically. Nice. Okay, when you say all of the Star Wars, that means things. By all of the Star Wars, I mean the Skywalker saga. Okay. Nine movies of, of the Skywalker saga. Plus okay. Solo, plus Rogue okay. One. Foggy goggles of childhood belovedness over the prequels. I love the prequels, but objectively, the prequels are no bueno. Okay, hear me out though. As far as Star Wars movies goes, like, I... Yep. I would say that the prequels are better Star Wars movies than the sequels. Better Star Wars movies than the sequels. Now they did have the ad. They did have the advantage of being like, okay, we know where this needs to go. We'll get you there. Having the original right. trilogy and the pre the sequels were, we'll figure out something to do. Well, I, the sequels are a mess. Yeah, that's what. I, that's what. I was, the yeah. Force Awakens. The Force Awakens is yes. great. I think. Yes. I think I had no issues with the Force Awakens. No. But I think what happened was they made The Force Awakens and had no idea what they wanted to do with the rest of the trilogy. They were just like, Star Wars comes in trilogies, so this is the first of a new trilogy. Um, The prequels did so much more... Each George Lucas Star Wars movie did so much more world building Mm. than any of the sequel movies. Very true. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a new like creature class that becomes iconic in each of the prequels and the originals, right? Like in uh, in the first one, he just comes up with like this whole subculture of tattooing that didn't exist in uh-huh. the uh, original trilogy, like the pod racing, as as like weird as midi chlorians are, and and all that. Uh-huh. Like the Gungan City, uh, as like uh, unbeloved (laughs) as Jar Jar Binks is, like the just world building that that was is nothing that they did in the. Well, you know what? In the I literally just had this thought: droids, the Trade Federation. Yeah, that's yeah, all of that did not exist at all. Yeah, I didn't even. That has been Star Wars to me. Uh, obviously yeah. part of it i just now exactly and and i think that that is something that clouds us to look at those movies objectively though that movie is star wars like the accepted canon of star wars yeah. is one two three four right. five six for us yes if you are somebody who grew up with just the original trilogy and then have to accept this It'd these other lot. three movies it's a lot definitely but we grew up that is Star Wars. Yeah. So, wow. I think it's a very different perspective to go, my mind. go into it with. But when you think about the sequels, uh-huh. it all follows the same 
uh, framework as the the originals, like especially the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Like, new person Yellow. is dis- discovered in sand, the desert, and they have to take down a planet killing base. Yeah, I know exactly. Was... With a dark, with a bad guy with a dark helmet. Yeah. Um. And they're all and they're stormtroopers. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That was uh, playing Lego Star Wars, the the Skywalker saga. Um, have, going through those, I'm like, they really couldn't have like, maybe altered it just, just a little bit. Maybe maybe go a different direction. Um, yeah. Um, and there's always the um, uh, the Rise of Skywalker line. Somehow Palpatine. Pap, oh my God, Palpatine, Palpatine. Somehow Palpatine just returned. Like guys. Who wrote who wrote that line? Also, watch watch Palpatine die in episode six. There's absolutely no freak he's in space. Even if he survives the fall and the explosion of the Death Star, he's in space. <laughs> yeah, I think the idea is that the Sith don't don't die. Or like they I guess they that's not uh if you are Dooku. truly part of the uh the dark side, one in touch with the dark side, uh-huh. you like get transported back to this planet because i mean they, uh, yeah unless they, you're duke <laughs> okay so force awakens i i thought was a lot of fun yeah a lot of fun that was definitely a star wars movie it was a great star yeah. wars movie the last jedi had some of the most beautiful shots in all of star wars and i will die <laughs> on that hill i will die on that hill the casino planet is the worst storyline <laughs> i've like just so ridiculous yeah i want to let like there's there's a part in there where they totally forget their mission yeah where they're just like let's just destroy this planet because who gives a crap about the people that we're trying to save anymore which is the entire universe by the way yeah it that like it's so dumb but the uh but as benicio del toro's hyperdrive into the first order fleet that is amazing inc- that is, an incredible it is. shot it is and the sounding that they it's do. like it took it takes your breath away the sound design yeah. the sound design of the mental bridge between kylo and ray also good come on yeah no and that's they tried thing. to do it again in the rise of skywalker and it's disgusting well yeah because like yeah. it's it's just a sh- it's a hollow shell of what they did in the last jedi cool i don't understand charade. how <laughs> I, I just don't i just don't get it and crate was pretty cool, was planet. cool planet the salt with yeah, the red oh, yeah. the white with the oh, red yeah. beautiful no yeah no it's because ryan johnson didn't direct rise of skywalker they were like hey buddy people didn't like what you tried to do so we're just going yeah. to um give the fans what they what Undo we think it. We, they want and we're gonna do it and the the whole idea of the last jedi is that it doesn't matter who you are. You don't have to be in this entangled family mess drama mm-hmm. to be a powerful Jedi. You don't have to be like have the blood of royalty yeah. to be powerful. Well, the, yeah, the fact that they bring her back into being a granddaughter of the Emperor, which yeah. is like, okay, yeah. who's shacking up with Sheev after the council yeah. meetings? I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, but them doing that is kind of like a cop out because yeah, you're right. If, if she was just nobody that really fills in the, like, 
how the force is all around us is in everybody and like certain people can use it. But no, it's just these very specific people that have any yep. ability whatsoever. They one thing yep. was I saw somewhere that you, you know, I think it's Rise of Skywalker where Finn is like trying to tell Ray something. Oh yeah, that freaking trash. Uh, so I saw somewhere that it was him trying to tell her that he's force sensitive. Uh I don't know if that's true. I think that what I have seen is that J.J. Abrams has this uh, construct that he calls a treasure box where some things he doesn't even know what they mean when he puts them in. It's like he went to he went to a garage sale once and he saw a, a treasure box that had a lock on it and uh, they didn't have the key. And he thought that was such a beautiful idea that anything could be in there. And comments like that, and he throws comments like that into his movies to uh-huh. provoke the imagination. I, Com- I, I see that kind of like a suitcase in Pulp Fiction type deal. Yes, exactly. But I think that's different because it's like this huge symbol that is like kind of the heart of the movie is whatever you want it to be. Not some dude says an offhanded comment that you're like, wait, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, yeah. I don't know. That movie has a lot of problems. Uh, but I will say when all the Jedi are talking to Rey and you hear you and that's pretty, I like it. Pretty sick. I like that one. Yeah. Kylo Ren's pretty sick at the end of that movie. Kylo Ren's pretty sick. Adam Driver's kind of sick. Oh, dude, I, yeah. I saw, <laughs> you know, the good soup meme. Yeah. I saw that in its natural habitat. Not expecting. You watching girls? Uh, we watched, watched girls. Nice, <laughs> good. Uh, it's funny. It, it, I, some of it's like <laughs> infuriating, just like with the way some yeah. of them are acting. Um, but there's a lot of. I'd laugh more than I thought I would. It's a lot of fun. Adam cool. Driver's obviously yeah. hilarious. He's great. Um, yeah, I, I, I was floored. <laughs> I actually fell on the ground because I was not expecting it. I like saw the shot and I'm like, wait. Wait, 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 wait. So, um, remember when he took his helmet off in the, in the first one and we were all like, what the heck is going on? I almost, I almost said something, uh, apologies to Adam Driver for my, uh, critical comments after Force Awakens because, yeah, uh, him having done so many things before Star Wars and then the world being eyes opened to him after that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that man's a treasure. Objectively, he's got that. He doesn't have the uh, uh, perfectly symmetrical face uh, and features that you would uh, typically say as a, as on a level of attractiveness. But man, he's got a certain allure. That's it. So talented, I was gonna... and he is just—he's very charismatic. Absolutely. And, and I love it when he yells. Oh I like yeah. It when he gets a little, little angry, <laughs> a little feisty. No, that's 100%. I'm like, the way he carries himself, mm-hmm. I'll say it. It's attractive. I'm, 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 hey, he's great. Um, so cool. thank you for listening, Adam Driver. I hear he listens to everything that uh, his name is mentioned in. I, I don't know how he would find it, but wouldn't put it past him. So speaking, I mentioned it briefly, the Lego yes. Star Wars Skywalker saga. I, I don't know who's... I don't know what our fan base is what type of people you guys are but i i know there's some people out there that i'm sure hear lego star wars and they think kids game this is anything this is far from it people this is 
visually stunning. Really, the space, the the uh, ship, everything. You, yeah, took me a little bit to to get used to the ship handling. Yes, but absolutely. Once I did, once I learned to ignore the right stick. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that like <laughs> you press it. Things jarring, but it, it's amazing. That detail is absolutely incredible. It, once you finish the story, it's like a free range. It's a. I haven't gone there yet. Oh, I haven't. I, honestly, I haven't finished the sequels. Honestly, it's like been my favorite part so far. The story has been great. Oh, cool. But having started this and unlocking some characters and playing just for the sake of it, it is a. It's incredible. I love it. There's so there. There's so I'm on. I'm on Tatooine right now. Just going through mm-hmm. the desert looking for kyber bricks. And it's just amazing. You could do that alone. There could be no levels and it would just be looking for kyber bricks. Yeah. And there's little uh, stories, little things you got to do. Uh, and I'm in yeah. one spot. I'm on one location on one planet right now. And I yeah. could play that for hours and hours. Yeah. And there's like 20 planets. Yeah. It's, it's, it's astounding. It really is. Yeah. Best Lego game release of all time. That really? shouldn't that doesn't surprise anyone. Oh, that's not a fact. No, it is. That's it just is. something. It that, is. Oh, three point okay. two million copies. Wow. Yeah. First first two weeks, I think. First week, something like that. Yeah. I should have had the foresight and just been like, I know that I'm gonna get this. I I should just pre order, but I didn't. It happens. Well, I didn't. It happens. I asked mom for Christmas. And I was, yeah. and she's like, "You want me to pre-order?" And I, because I misread when it was coming out, and I was like, "Oh, oh, no worries. I thought it was out. Mm, don't worry about it." And then my mom, being the beautiful woman that she is, decided to just buy pre-order the deluxe version for me, thinking it was coming a full calendar year later. I got my little Luke minifig. I, uh, it's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm sorry, dude. When <laughs> when I saw him in the in the actual gameplay or in the story like yeah. <laughs> that's cool Hi. uh the um imperial shuttle that you gave me for my birthday yes. seeing that too yeah. playing as that i was like wow it's cool <laughs> wow wow dude it's cool no seriously i don't care if you're a star wars fan a lego fan you got yeah, this game is amazing i don't care if you're a Lego fan, if you're a Star Wars fan, you'll enjoy it. Okay. I don't think that non-Star Wars people are going to be like, this is amazing. I think it's still amazing, regardless of if you know what's going on. It's, it adds to it, for sure. Yeah. I think that we have some pretty tinted goggles. That's true. And uh, all the memes that I thought were niche, but I guess... <laughs> not that made it into this game yeah. are actually incredible so many memes it, they knew what they were doing have you heard qui-gon uh say that he has a particular set of skills i haven't yet? heard him say it i haven't been playing as him um yeah dude boba fett playing as boba fett and playing as general grievous grievous in addition to his lightsabers has a gun mm-hmm. and can throw bombs what dude he's op he's code. op he's, he's op um, <laughs> and and the Mandalorian has Grogu following him around at all times. That's that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. One. That that was a that was a nice yeah, touch. Absolutely. No, it is awesome. Uh R- Sith Ray, you could play as Sith Ray. Awesome. She is so cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty cool. Cuz she's got the, the double lightsabers, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, it's cool. 
It's cool. awesome. Yeah, really. I I don't know if I'll ever be like done playing that game. No, because I'm yeah, because I've I've finished the episodes and had forty like I think fifty percent complete is the furthest I've got. I don't even even though yeah, I finished yeah. them. I don't even know if I got there. I was like, uh, I'm like I'm gonna get through gameplay and then I'm gonna go back and do free play. Okay, I I did I did a lot of the. It's annoying to to try to do the all the bricks while you're going through the the levels yeah because you you run into a lot of places where it's like oh you need a bounty yeah. hunter no, i i'm going to dip my toe into the prequel or the sequels mm. tonight they're fun uh people's uh force awakens is a great uh great episode to play they had a dedicated force awakens game yes they did right yes they did okay only Never force played awakens. that I, I played like yeah. a uh demo, like demo and, and, and like a target yeah. or something and i remember it being super complicated i'm like i have no idea what's going on but um that was because i was so used to the complete saga do do we play any other games besides the complete saga i feel like i feel like we did lego star wars 2 uh you know what i don't remember playing lego star wars 2 but i remember having a game before the complete saga and we got the complete saga Same. and was like oh because i'm being limited yeah before i thought so but too I but i don't i don't i really don't know i can't remember gameplay but i do remember that feeling yeah. of finally we can play all the games all the all the episodes yeah i think that uh they had lego star wars the first one on playstation oh yeah maybe playstation 2 at uh church nice. <laughs> at westgate yeah. nice uh well should we should we conclude our conversation on the ancient warrior oh. Yes, the beginning of the end, as it were. So let's give everyone a recap. I know you yeah. guys probably just binged this last episode and this one, so, but we'll go into it anyway. So the ancient warrior, a man out of history. So we start, and we're hazy on year. We're not going to give you a number, but it's, it's early, early on. Our ancient warrior is wanting to conquer the world, to defeat all foe. And gain dominion over our little blue and green home here. He meets a foe on the battlefield that stops him in his tracks. And sends him scurrying with his tail between his legs. Where he comes across an entity. An entity that's willing to make a deal. And in desperation, our ancient warrior strikes a deal. To get the power and longevity. To beat... This foe that just made him look silly and rule the world, the entire world. He goes out, he beats the foe, and is expecting this great sense of fulfillment, fulfillment and doesn't get it. Because little does he know, the world is significantly larger than what he thinks. He is never quite able to conquer the world. It's too big. There's too many walks of life. You can't govern everything all at once decades centuries millennium pass by and our ancient warrior has grown content reluctantly content in his feeble and in his inability to conquer the world and he is a professor of history at a university living out his days when this entity that has become dormant over the years of unsuccessful conquest 
wakes up. He's awakened by a thief in the museum of which he was displayed, not unlike Night at the Museum, and starts coming after our main character and decides, with or without you, I'm going to try to conquer the world myself. So there you have it. We have our ancient warrior in his tweed jacket teaching the youth of today and this evil entity which has decided to take over the world without its vessel, without its avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah. I think, I think to, today we'll, let's talk about, let's talk about yeah. an ending. Well, we also have how we want this to end. Important yeah, to talk ahead. about the guy that he beat on the battlefield all those centuries ago. Yes. Is now his, entwined his in his fate. Foe. Yes. Uh, yeah. They've become friends over the years because at a certain point, the killing just seemed superfluous. And so now they're trying to figure out together how they can end this cycle. Yeah. So I think that's where we had officially stopped. I think so. Now, did we have the, uh, the entity mm. rope the foe into his plot or is he is our is our foe going to stay uh as a team with, with so i think warrior? that was a um thing we wanted is point of contention. i don't think so i think it was something we wanted to have him with the entity well so okay. yeah um, i think so externally he is pretending to be on the side of the ancient warrior who has decided to stop the entity from this horrible takeover plot and our guy's like, yeah. oh, okay. Um, but also like, hey, I die every 60 yeah. to 90 years. Uh, sometimes more, sometimes less. And that sucks. So I'm actually just going to secretly help this evil entity. And so there's a saucy twist there as we get to whatever, however this culminates. Now, let me ask you something. Yeah. I don't believe that we talked about a location for this university where our professor of ancient history yeah. is teaching. Yeah. I had just thought in my mind that it was in New York City, but I have, I don't think we discussed that. And I, that's just. I think it's either New York City or Boston. I feel like when I'm picturing the university, it's like kind of old looking, kind of mm -hmm. like um, Dr. Jones's place of business yeah. in Indiana yeah. Jones. Um, that's kind of what I'm picturing. So, so maybe Boston. So maybe Boston. It'd be fun. Yeah. Not too many Boston we, movies. No. Or we could. And just... it's a place of like the oldest. Exactly. I, I guess New York is also. New York and Boston are pretty on par. New York, Boston, Philadelphia, mm -hmm. are all kind of yeah on par. U.S. History or we life. just throw everyone a freaking curveball and go to like South Dakota. <laughs> Yeah, but there are no big buildings to, to have a final battle. I don't think there's in. any buildings there at all. <laughs> Do people live there? Is that a real place? If you are a listener from South Dakota, write us and let yeah, us know let us how know. many tall buildings you have. Mm -hmm. We also just want to know what life is like in South Dakota. I don't know if you have too much room to speak. Hey, <laughs> this is the crossroads of America. So yeah. Okay, so I like that location. And, and do you have an idea for an ending? Because I am at a loss. I do. 
So okay. there's a little piece of this that I have not exactly worked out. Okay. Um, but we can play with it. So here's my thing. The foe betrays mm -hmm. Ancient Warrior, somehow yep. overcome, overcomes him and reluctantly defeats him, kills him, unfortunately, mm -hmm. however that looks. Probably a fall so we don't get gory. And then is left fighting the entity. Mm -hmm. And again, a lot of stuff could happen here, but in some way... And also, we had we mentioned students last time, so that are helping him, um, yeah. like sidekicks kind of thing. Um, so I say we have them kind of agree to stop this thing, uh, stop the entity where the ancient warrior is kind of like, okay, I'm going to live forever. Better than massacring millions. H have him say that. But let me finish, let me finish. Yeah. And so the thing, the piece I'm missing is there's something in the words he used for the original agreement with this entity where rule the earth or have dominion over the earth doesn't hmm. necessarily mean you are like the king of the world. Um, and so he beats the entity so the entity can't take over the world, however that looks. Right. Um, and just goes... All right. And then it kind of dwindles. And then we like jump to time later. And either I had like, I had a thought of him like teaching a class where he's um, describing the loophole that he doesn't know exists. He, he's, he's talking about it, but not understanding what it means in his case. And then like later he's, he finishes the class and is like in his chambers and sees like a gray hair. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. How, sorry, I'm I'm missing how the entity is stopped. Yeah, I don't know that specifically because because I one I don't oh, know okay. what he's trying to do. My thought was instead of trying to um, get in a position of power over everyone, he's mm -hmm. planning some terrible cataclysmic event that would lower the population to the point that he could potentially corral humanity easier, um, mm. and they stop that and. I don't think they can kill this entity. Maybe they can. I, I don't. I don't know how magical we want. To, like I don't. I don't know from whence this thing came and the source material behind it. I wonder if we do something like he returns. Our ancient warrior returns to the cave in which he was granted his okay. wishes. Okay. He interprets carvings in the Ooh. cave walls. Mm. Uh, and they are instructions on how to recapture this entity into whatever canister or uh, receptacle okay. he was in in the museum. Okay, okay, all right, yeah. So it goes back there and then is able to recapture yeah. it. And, um, I think it's a good way to do it. And the language that he uses... In the original agreement, yes, could be something along the lines of save the planet. That's or right. Like, I know I couldn't figure out exactly the right word because um, become the protector of the world or something be, along those lines, where it's kind of like a, a twisted right. way of thinking about having rulership. Exactly, like being the ruler of exactly, um, and by capturing the entity 
he has fulfilled exactly. the entity's promise. Exactly, exactly. That was, oh, yeah. She. That was it. That was, I was, I don't Ooh. know what language to put the original verbal agreement in, but I was yeah. thinking of like, you know how like agape love in like Latin or whatever yeah. is like a very specific type of like selfless love. It like means something a little more than just love. Um, yeah. Something like that. We get a word that means that maybe on the face of it looks sinister. But you're right. It's like um, responsible for the world. Uh, I, I couldn't think exactly what, but mm-hmm. yes, that was definitely the idea. And then mi- mi- I love. Yeah, it. and then maybe that's yeah. that's the lesson he's in the class talking about is this ancient language where he's describing that distinction. Maybe it occurs to him. Yeah. And then, or maybe it does after he puts two and two together after he sees the gray hair. Yeah. I think that's great. Nice. I, I think that's perfect. Seeing the gray hair is an excellent. It's great. All right. Yep. That's beautiful. Poetic. This, this is amazing. In, in destroying the entity that granted him his power, he is freed from its curse. Mm. Yep. Mm. I love yeah. it. So do, you, do uh, I think we we threw around some Cassian ideas before. Uh huh. Um, I think we have our winner though for the ancient warrior. I, the ancient warrior. I feel like it's I. I feel like it's Dave. I Bautista. think it's Dave Bautista. Weirdly, Dave Bautista. I Dave Bautista. I love. I, love I think Dave that Bautista. you he can bring he can bring the like intensity. The, not in t- he can bring the intensity, but he also has like a a great face of ignorance mm. like when he is uh like in, in as drax and he's like confused about customs yep. uh yep. he's confused about um well in that in the i think it's i spy or my, oh, spy? my spy yeah my spy like that kind of fish out of waterness uh-huh. feeling of being so being an ancient yeah entity that is right not thrust into normal society but like always a step behind exactly always a step behind is exactly how i haven't pictured i think he could play that yeah. character yeah um yeah like we said my spy i see i think it's cia i've been, i haven't seen the film but um a cia agent taking care of a child he's not used to that shenanigans ensue same kind of vibe he's also got that leader mentor type thing have mm-hmm. you watched army of the dead yeah, yeah yeah like i like how he's like the leader of that team and that um and how he can mentor to these these kids the students that we have involved with the with the plot yeah yeah dave batista sweet i think he might be a little uh old to be someone who's seen a first new gray hair but that's that's a good point you know it's it's Hollywood, yeah. baby. Magic. Movie magic. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so Dave Batista is our ancient warrior. We'll call his agent, see if he's available. Who do we want to go for next? Do we want to look at the vessel for this entity? The vessel for this entity. Who has huge... We, we don't have to go this route, and it's. I, I don't want to uh, um, just piggyback off this. A big Ethan Hawke and moon knight vibe oh um, 
Which, uh, have you seen the stuff about his, the line he speaks in Mandarin? No. <laughs> so, I, I saw that people said that his Mandarin is terrible. Like, he should have, like, got yeah. somebody to help him out or whatever. And so, I'm just thinking it's just a horrible accent. But then I look, I see more people talk about it. And apparently, he, like, just says gibberish. Like, it's not even, like, words. What? Like, it's, like, my knee and then blah, 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 blah like, nothing. Which wow. I think I'm like, how does that happen? It seems like not okay. Yeah, like, absolutely. How does that happen? And to, like, it seems like you maybe had him say something and then intended to dub over it. Yeah, and you forgot. And you forgot to dub it. I I will. There are a lot of things issues with that show, just like production wise. It looks like it looks like an ABC show. Parts, parts, parts of it, of it though. Parts. It of does it, not diminish sure. the fact that it. I freaking love it i i am so i am obsessed with it It it's like right now it's my favorite show that's on it's i love it i wednesday nights are like yeah um, it it helps that when he says the mandarin line it's like there these people in this community like your goal is to learn another language so it's I, Mm. i think he's like learning it so he doesn't quite have it yet but at the same time he looked like he was supposed to have it so Anyway, yeah. so there's that. Interesting, but I think he has he does that villain is a great, uh, yeah, sinister but like my purpose is righteous type vibe. Totally, um, yeah, and I think we can get a multitude of people to to kind of capture that. But he's like a great example, yeah, a stunning, exactly, yeah. And I, I don't think he would sign on to. Do I don't think so either. Just... Well, let, well, let's not limit ourselves based on that. Um, <laughs> might be tough. To, <laughs> might be tough to find people. For our foe, mm-hmm. oh yeah, for our foe, yeah, yeah. What do you What do you think about Billy Magnuson? <laughs> I'm a I'm I'm huge on Billy Magnuson. I <laughs> your boy. I got a weird boy. Billy Magnuson your thing. Boy. I think boy. it could be great because I I like as you said that I'm seeing him in the scene where he's like they're like hey man you cool with dying <laughs> yeah totally totally like. I, I, I see him acting that scene out. So, Billy Magnuson. Um, might look strange in the warrior garb that he has on at the beginning, but we'll make it work. Yeah, that's true. But I think that's well, I think it's I think it's good because he might look a little bit more out of place in that beginning part. But since I think he's supposed to look more adapted um, than our yeah, ancient I think warrior, because so. he's supposed to he's supposed to grow up and like. He, he, yeah, he's supposed to cycle through exactly. each generation. Right. So he, he's always kind of a step yeah. ahead culturally. Exactly. Yeah, he has those clear, he those definite ends to his cycle where he can, it's easier yeah. for him to start over, whereas our ancient warrior is just like, this is an endless stream of time. Um, yeah. So I see him as a well-groomed, well-kept school administrator or whatever his role is at the university which he helps him like get and yeah. maintain right uh, so yeah Bill Magnuson. i had a, uh, obviously we can't do this for our entity and i don't know if he would go with the movie itself like based on his other titles but like departed era jack nicholson <laughs> or right before that a little, little bit before that yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we watched, uh, what did we watch? Uh, Something's Gotta Give the other day. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I don't believe I have. It, it's wait, which which ones? Oh no, that's that. No, I have not mm. seen that. Yeah, it, it, it's rom com uh Yeah, Jack Nicholson and Diane Keaton. So, yeah, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson as our entity. Potential. Uh, this obviously won't. Potential. He has to be. Uh, this is a specific era, Jack Nicholson. Uh, oh, totally. But yeah, potential. And we can maybe iron out the other ones as we get closer to production. Yeah. I agree. Cool. I think we. I think that concludes our conversation on the Age of Warrior. Does. I think that wraps it up quite nicely. And well. Thanks, uh, everybody, for joining us on yeah, this journey. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, don't look for it. Coming soon. <laughs> because as great as it yeah. is, Not I don't convinced. think we have the right connections. Yeah. So, to segue from there, do you have a connection for me? Are you ready for this? I want you to connect Nicolas Cage to Ewan McGregor. We're going to stand. To who? Game. Sorry? Nicolas Cage to Ewan, Ewan McGregor. McGregor. I thought you said Yul Brenner. And I was like, Where, uh, I don't know. If, I don't think I can do that for you. <laughs> um, oh, potentially. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Because <laughs> Yul Brenner is in the like OG Westworld. And I was like, can I use that to connect to yeah. this? Never mind. Okay. So, Nicolas Cage to Ewan McGregor. Nicolas Cage to Ewan McGregor. We're staying on theme this episode. All right. I was going to try to do a fun one, but I don't know if I can do it. What are you trying uh, to do? I was trying to use robots for you and McGregor. <laughs> oh. Rodney Copperbottom. Ooh. Robots wait. would be fun. Well, I'm like struggling to get to Nicolas Cage for some reason. Because I've, I've. Oh, well. Gosh, I, I have like a ton of different webs. They're just not. Mm-hmm. They're not coming together. Nicolas Cage is in. What should we use? Man, there's there's so many. I have like I'm. Oh gosh, it shouldn't be this difficult. Can I use a TV show? Um, what TV show? Um, the Mandalorian. Okay, because it's a sure. Good one. Okay. Okay. Ewan McGregor is in Big Fish. Yep. With Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Danny DeVito is Whoa. in Twins, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger is okay. in Predator with Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers in The Mandalorian with Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal is in The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with Nicolas Cage. That is roundabout. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. Well, give me an asterisk on that one. I don't know why. I I had so many titles. I, I was no, stopped tough. like one connection away. Yeah. I'll, I'll get you through Star Wars still. Yeah. Ewan McGregor. Is in. No, I'm going to go the other way. Nicolas Cage is in Face Off with John Travolta. John Travolta is in Pulp Fiction with Samuel Jackson. He is in Phantom Menace. Good one. Ewan McGregor. Also, could have gone Gone in 60 Seconds. Nicolas Cage is in that with Mm -hmm. Angelina Jolie. Right. Who is in Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt. Who yep. is in Ocean's Eleven with yep. George Clooney, who is in Men Who Stare at Goats with ah, Ewan McGregor. With Ewan McGregor. Nice. Some like weird titles. Have you seen The Island? 
with Ewan McGregor? Island. I don't think so. It's a Michael Bay movie. Uh, they are the last surviving members of society, and they are on the island. Oh, no. Their goal is to get to the island. They're in like some like industrial warehouse kind of thing, uh, and they're randomly selected to be shipped to the island, which is a, a paradise, um, but there's limited capacity there. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Or some twists and turns. Ah, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Um, and who'd you say was in that? Uh, it's Ewan McGregor. I believe Scarlett Johansson is also in it. Oh, interesting. What what year? Uh, it's like mid two thousands. Hmm. Interesting. Let's see. Interesting. What year it is? Two thousand five. Literally mid two thousands. I think that's. I think that's gonna do it for us. I think so. Thank you, uh, thank you all for joining us for the conclusion of our conversation about the ancient warrior. Uh, I hope you all had a wonderful time with us, and we will be back in your ears uh, as soon as we decide to. Yeah, as soon as it happens, uh, and we're excited to get you started on a whole new adventure. Next episode, exciting stuff. Something to look forward to. Indeed. Another movie, not coming soon mm. i have been jeff myers and i have been ryan myers and until next time this was patches of hulahan <laughs> dodge duck dip dive and dodge and- yeah.